0: Welcome to ChipChat Network Insights, conversations exploring network transformation through interviews with industry experts. Welcome to ChipChat Network Insights. My name is Allison Klein. Today, I am very excited to be joined by Anders Vestergren, Head of Solution Line Software-Defined Infrastructure at Ericsson. Welcome, Anders. How are you doing today?
1: Thank you. I'm very good today.
0: So Anders, why don't we just start, you've been on the program before, but let's remind our audience about your role at Ericsson and what your organization is responsible for.
1: At Ericsson, I'm part of our solution area cloud, which delivers cloud platforms to telecom operators with the main target of telecom applications, but also other applications that telecom operators might deploy on the cloud infrastructure. I'm responsible for the lower part of that cloud infrastructure, meaning both hardware, underlay networking, storage software, and similar base components of the cloud stack.
0: Now, obviously, Ericsson and Intel have been collaborating for a number of years on the delivery of new capabilities to fuel network transformation and drive NFVI deployments and software-defined infrastructure deployments. We also announced some exciting collaborations and extending that collaboration history earlier this year at Mobile World Congress. Tell me about the relationship between the companies and how this is so critical into the solutions that Ericsson is delivering to the marketplace.
1: I think this is a very exciting way forward where we actually co-invest in the software-defined infrastructure manager software, have the right to use that both of us. I think that will accelerate adoption of new hardware technologies in a very interesting way. Ericsson, we are delivering a system-verified NFVI solution. That is what we called our cloud stack. And we have seen that the network transformation or the virtual network transformation from the operators have taken more time and has been slightly more complicated than anticipated by many at least, a learning of that, that the operational challenges are actually bigger and the integration challenges are bigger than some people expected. And that's why we are keeping this stack together because what we are seeing that when we're introducing new functionality, for example, in the hardware area, which I think is a critical area for this, we typically need support in the whole stack. We need both the hardware and the supporting software infrastructure infrastructure To enable that functionality, this goes for new hardware and it goes for new acceleration techniques, this full stack support. And this co-investment will enable us to more quickly get the full stack support for that hardware and already from the beginning have that full stack support. So it's consumable and practically usable from a customer and operator point of view.
0: Now, obviously, we just came off of a major launch of the second generation of Xeon scalable processors, and with that, the delivery of Optane DC persistent memory. What are the capabilities that Intel is delivering that help you at Ericsson deliver to the broader goal that you just described in terms of creating innovative infrastructure for your customers?
1: This is an important step. First of all, a new CPU is a solid performance increase for the demanding telecom application, in particular in the user plane, are very CPU heavy. is in need of improved CPU technology, which the new CPU delivers. Then I think in addition of that, I think it's great that we also start to see some new features, like the speed select, which will even more improve the performance of Ericsson user plane Applications And in parallel, Ericsson and Intel will also make sure that the SDI manager that we will then jointly will be RSD 2.4 compliant in the launch timeframe, which will mean that we will be able to use over time more advanced functionality and telemetry from the CPU.
0: Now, I'm glad that you talked about Speed Select. This was a new capability that was delivered, and it has some specific benefit for network workloads. Can you talk about why this technology is important in the networking arena?
1: I think that user plane applications, which has historically been uh, delivered on dedicated hardware, a challenge is to make the new applications or make the new use cases of applications that run so standard x86 hardware they are of course more flexible more scalable and all of that but they do have a challenge in the cost per bit compared to the old dedicated silicon technologies and features like speed select will help to bridge that gap and also bridge that gap while not demanding difficult application changes to benefit from the performance increase. And then, of course, we are jointly investing in the SDI manager to improve and make that ability consumable.
0: I did want to talk to you about the SDI manager. Tell me why this is so important from a standpoint of broader network proliferation and cloud-native control of network workloads.
1: In general, when we are introducing new functionality for example the speed select but there are new acceleration techniques launched continuously and these acceleration techniques do need functionality in the management software for example to handle life cycle and to support operational aspects like inventory and assignment and turning off and turning on and all of those there, a good hardware management software is critical to make that functionality consumable also from an operational perspective. In the labs, it's usually easy to get it to work, but our software will make it consumable at scale and in real operational environments.
0: When you look at this, what is the customer response then for the innovative capabilities that you're delivering in market? And how do they see this as part of their larger readiness for 5G?
1: First of all, I think readiness and 5G requires a cloud platform. And the cloud infrastructure platform need to be able to incorporate a large variety of different workloads and be open to workloads from both the fixed world and the mobile world at the same time, and also from different vendors. And I think we deliver that. That's also, of course, supported in a good way by the Intel CPUs. And uh, we need to make sure that that infrastructure is operational ready from the start and can be delivered at a reasonable cost. So I think that's one of the important things to be 5G ready. Secondly, I think we, at least for the user plane applications, it is extremely important to deliver the raw compute performance together with acceleration techniques to make sure that the cost per bit, to satisfy the very high demands for bandwidth and data growth that we're seeing.
0: We're seeing so much focus on the network edge and moving specific workloads closer to either the point of data collection or service delivery. How does Ericsson approach infrastructure delivery for the network edge, and how does that differ from your approach for core network solutions?
1: We support this in a number of different ways. I think one critical path that we're taking is to get closer to the edge by producing simpler forms of the existing infrastructure more suitable to move towards the edge which will be downscaled slightly simplified and with overhead characteristics etc more suitable to smaller deployments and i think that you will see soon As a second step, then we will move that even further towards the edge and even further out. And I think short term, we are doing a couple of things in the hardware area. SDI manager needs to be even more suitable for these multi-site, small environments and to enable this zero-touch provisioning, zero-touch install, zero-touch upgrade to enable cost-efficient operation of a larger number of smaller sites, which typically legacy IT equipment is not very good at because it assumes larger, more hands-on sites. Secondly, we introduce hardware that's suitable for these environments, shorter form factor, NEB-certified hardware that we showed in Mobile World Congress together with Intel, and that also, for us, contains the same second-generation scalable Xeon CPUs as in the central sites. This to enable the telecom workloads today, which are thoroughly tested and thoroughly proven on the central sites to be immediately transferred to sites which are closer to the edge without any expensive or time-consuming recertification or rebuilding of the application.
0: Anders, thank you so much for sharing all of this with us. I love hearing about the joint innovation that Ericsson and Intel are driving. Very exciting to see how you're utilizing the underlying Intel technology from the second generation of the unscalable processors to create these innovative solutions. One final question for you. Where can folks find out more about Ericsson solutions and engage with your team to discuss potential trials or deployments of Ericsson infrastructure.
1: One good source of information is Ericsson.com. Ericsson also have dedicated sales teams for all operators around the world or almost all. And I would like to encourage telecom operators to take contact to their closest Ericsson sales team and they can arrange demos and more hands-on meetings.
0: Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. It's been a real pleasure to have you back.
1: Thank you.